0: section twenty eight of edmund dantes this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. edmund dantes by edmund flag chapter twenty six dantes and mercedes it was a tempestuous night The wind howled dismally through the streets of paris and the rain and sleet dashed fiercely against the casements at intervals a wild shout might be caught as the blast paused in its furious career and then a distant shot might be heard but they passed away and nothing save the wail of the storm-wind or the rushing sleet of the winter tempest was distinguished but while all was thus wild dark and tempestuous. without light warmth comfort and elegance rendered yet more delightful by the elemental war reigned triumphant within a large and splendidly furnished apartment in the noble mansion of m dants the deputy from marseilles in the rue de elder every embellishment which art could invent luxury court wealth invoke, or even imagination conceives seemed there lavished with a most prodigal hand. The soft atmosphere of summer, perfumed by the exotics of a neighbouring conservatory, delighted the senses, the mild effulgence of gaslight transmitted through opaque globes of glass melted upon the sight, while sofas, divans and ottomans in luxurious profusion invited repose to describe the rare paintings the rich gems of statuary and the other miracles of art which were there to be seen would be as impossible as it would be to portray the exquisite taste which enhanced the value of each and constituted more than half its charm upon one of the elegant sofas reclined edmond Dantes, his tall and graceful figure draped in a dressing-robe while beside him on a low ottoman sat his beautiful wife her arm resting on his knee and her dark glorious eyes gazing with confiding fondness into his face mercedes was no longer the young light-hearted and thoughtless being who graced the village of the catalans many years had flown since then and many sorrows passed over her each of these years and each of these sorrows like retiring waves of the sea upon the smooth and sandy beach had left behind its trace no mercedes was not now the young light-hearted and thoughtless girl she once was but she was a being far more perfect far more winning far more to be loved she was a matured impassioned accomplished and still despite the flight of years most lovely woman she was one who could feel passion as well as inspire it and having once felt or inspired it that passion it was plain could never pass lightly away her face could not now boast perhaps that full and perfect oval which it formerly had but the lines of care and of reflection which here and there almost imperceptibly appeared rendered it all the more charming in the bold yet beautiful contour of those features in the full red lips in the high pale forehead and above all in those dark and haunting eyes lay a depth of feeling and profundity and nobleness of thought which to a reflective mind have a charm infinitely more irresistible than that which belongs to mere youthful perfection there was a bland beauty in the smile which slept upon her lips a delicacy of sentiment in the faint flush that tinged her soft cheek and a deep meaning in her dark and eloquent eye which told a whole history of experience even to a stranger while the full and rounded outline of the figure garbed in a loose robe of crimson which contrasted beautifully with her luxuriant dark tresses had that voluptuous development and grace which only maturity and maternity can impart to the female form in short never had mercedes in the days of her primal bloom presented a person so fascinating as now she was a woman to sigh for perchance to die for and one whom a man would willingly wish to live for if he might but hope she would live for him or peradventure he might even be willing not only to risk but ultimately to resign his life would that fair being not only live for him but love him with that entire and passionate devotedness which beamed from her dark eyes up into his who now gazed upon her as she sat at his feet as for him as for edmond Dantes, his figure had now the same elegance his hand the same delicate whiteness his features the same spiritual beauty his brow the same marble pallor and his eye which beamed beneath its calm expanse the same deep brilliancy which years before had distinguished him from all other men and made the count of monte-cristo the idol of every salon in paris and the hero of every maiden's dream yet that face was not without its changes tears care thought and sorrow had done their work in the deep lines upon his brow and cheek in the silvery threads which thickly sprinkled his night-black hair and more than all in the mild light of those eyes which once glowed only with vindictive hate or gratified revenge and in the softened expression of those lips which once in their stern beauty had but curled with scorn or quivered with rage could be read that the lapse of time though it might indeed have made him a sadder man had made him also a better one the husband and wife were alone they still loved as warmly as ever and if possible more fondly than when first they were made one dantes stretched himself out on the sofa and mercedes dropping lower upon the low ottoman at his side passed her full and beautiful arm around his waist and pressed her lips to his forehead he returned the embrace with warmth and placing his own arm about her form drew it closely to his bosom thus they remained clasped in each other's arms and thus they fixed on each other eyes beaming with love passion bliss happiness unutterable my own edmund murmured mercedes at length you are again with me all my own am i not always your own dearest was the fond reply but during the week past i might almost say during the month past you have been compelled to be so often absent from me ah love you know i was not willingly absent was the quick answer no 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 but it was hardly the more endurable for that said the lady with a smile oh the anxiety of the last three days and nights dearest i do believe i have not slept three hours during the whole of those three days and nights and i dear have slept not one was the laughing rejoinder but all is over now is it not in one sense all is over and in another all now begins the monarchy is ended in france i believe for ever the republic has begun and i trust will prove lasting and all the grand objects for which you have been striving with your noble colleagues for years and years are at length accomplished are they not that is a question love not easily answered that the cause of man and france has wonderfully triumphed during the past three days is no doubt most true but this victory love i foresaw indeed it was but the inevitable result of an irresistible cause it was neither chance love nor a spontaneous burst of patriotism that on the first day filled the boulevards with fifty thousand blouses which on the second won over to the people eighty thousand national guards and on the third choked the streets of paris with barricades constructed by engineers and defended by men completely armed the events of the last three days mercedes have been maturing in the womb of providence for the past ten years it is their birth only which has now taken place and to some the parturition seems a little premature i suppose this banquet caused the fright that hastened the event added dantes laughing you are very scientific in your comparisons replied mercedes slightly blushing and i suppose i must admit very apt but tell me love is all over that is must you be away from me any more at night and wander about heaven only knows where in this dark and dangerous city or heaven only knows with whom or for what dantes kissed his fair wife and after a pause during which he gazed fondly into her eyes replied i hope i trust i believe dear that all is over at least all that will take me from you as during the past week france has or will have a republic that is as certain as fate can make it but first she will have to pass through strife and tribulation perhaps bloodshed the end surely love is not yet but france is now comparatively free the dreadful problem is now nearer solution than it ever was labour will hereafter be granted to all together with the adequate reward of labour destitution will not be deemed guilt the death penalty is abolished the rich will not with impunity grind the poor into powder beneath their heels asylums for the suffering the distressed, the abandoned of both sexes will be sustained the efforts which as individuals we have some of us made for years to ameliorate the condition of mankind to assuage human woes and augment human joys will henceforth be encouraged and directly aided by the state this revolution love is a social revolution and during the sixty-four hours the provisional government was in session in the Hotel de Ville. i became thoroughly convinced that the thousands and tens of thousands who with sleepless vigilance watched their proceedings had learned the deep lesson too well to be further deceived and that the fruits of the revolution they had won would not again be snatched from their lips and the result of this triumph of the people you believe has advanced the cause of human happiness asked mercedes most unquestionably dear and most incalculably too perhaps all your friends are not as disinterested as you have been edmund said mercedes and why think you that dear for six full years i know you have devoted all your powers of mind and body and all your immense wealth to one single object and that object has been the happiness of your race well dear and now when a triumph has been achieved now when others who have been but mere instruments blind instruments many of them in your hands to accomplish they knew not what come forward and assume place and power you edmund the noble author and first cause of all remain quietly in seclusion unknown unnamed unappreciated and uncommended while the others reap the fruits of your toil well dear said Dantes, smiling at the warmth of his wife in his behalf but it is not well edmund i say no one is as disinterested as you ah love what of ambition mercedes smiled let me tell you all love and then you will not i fear think me disinterested said Dantes seriously i should blush indeed at praise so little deserved you know all my early history i suffered i was wronged i was revenged but was i happy i sought happiness all men do so even the most miserable some seek happiness in gratified ambition some in gratified avarice some in gratified vanity and some in the gratification of a dominant lust for pleasure or for power i sought happiness in gratified revenge mercedes shuddered and hiding her face on the bosom of her husband clung to it more closely as if for protection Dantes drew her form to his as he would have drawn that of a child and continued i sought happiness in vengeance for terrible wrongs and to win it i devoted a life and countless wealth what was the result misery 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 poor edmund murmured mercedes clinging to him closer than ever at length i awoke as from a dream i saw my error my whole life had been a lie i saw that god by a miracle had bestowed on me untold riches for a nobler purpose than to make his creatures wretched i saw that if i would be happy i must make others happy and to this end the happiness not the misery of my race must my wealth and power be devoted to this end then did i devote myself and to this end for six years have i been devoted to make myself happy by making others happy you among the rest dear dear mercedes he added pressing her to his bosom and am i then so disinterested but why should you achieve triumphs for others to enjoy edmund asked the wife you refer to the provisional government said dantes with a smile well i see i must tell you all even though by the revelation i prove myself utterly unworthy of the praise of disinterestedness i may tell you love you my second self without danger of being charged with egotism what i might not say to others our friend lamartine is the actual head of this government i had but to assent to the urgent entreaties to secure that position for myself these appointments seem the result of nomination by the people yet they are not and why did you refuse to head the government edmund i am ashamed to confess to you that i feared to accept said Dantes after a pause my own selfishness not alas my disinterestedness has kept me from the post of peril perhaps indeed i can do far more for the cause of my race as i am than i could by sacrificing myself for office and position at least i hope so is the position of your friends then so perilous asked mercedes dearest they stand upon a volcano said dantes solemnly ha cried the lady in alarm mercedes mercedes continued Dantes with enthusiasm i sometimes am startled with the idea that to me have been entrusted the awful powers of foreknowledge of prophecy so fearfully true have some of my predictions proved the events of the past week i foresaw and foretold even to minute circumstances and the hours of their occurrence and now glorious as is the triumph that france and the cause of man have achieved i perceive in the dim future a sea of commotion all is not yet settled within one month revolution will succeed revolution throughout europe berlin vienna and madrid perhaps also st petersburg london and all the cities of italy will be in revolt all europe must and will feel the events of the past week in paris europe must be free and our friends lamartine louis blanc within six months louis blanc will be an exile and lamartine he may be in a dungeon or on a scaffold ah exclaimed mercedes clinging yet more closely to her husband but the cause of human happiness human right and human freedom will live for ever that must be will be eternal as eternal my adored mercedes as is our own deathless love end of section twenty eight